Yo, what's up, everybody? This is the Dropping the Ball podcast. I am Jordan, and with me, as always, is my brother, Ethan. What's going on, everybody? How's it going today? Got a lot going on in this crazy New York sports world right now. A lot of stuff went on this week. And we're definitely going to hit a lot of different uh, topics, but for right now... My gosh, the as New pro- York as Jets. Promised. The New York Jets have a new coach. And his name, Ethan, is Robert Sala. <laughs> I shaved my head today bald in his honor. <laughs> I cut myself pretty well, but it's fine. So Robert Sala is the new coach of the Jets, and I think it's a bad move. And stop it. No, it's a bad move. It's, it's one of the best moves they've made in years. Yeah, but let's talk about this for a second, okay? Let's, so, let's. so you're going to tell me that this defensive coordinator, who I understand was with Georgia, um, has been with the 49ers since... Uh, Jaguars, too, also. And who who's the 49ers coach? Shanahan. Shanahan. Kyle, Kyle Shanahan. So he's been with Kyle Shanahan this whole time. He's had a little bit of a track record. Uh, I believe he was with the Seahawks at one point as well. And what did the Jets do? The Jets went and they got another coordinator to experiment with, just like the typical New York Jets style. Yes. When you have a guy like Doug Peterson out there. Ready to be available, a Super Bowl winning coach, and look at where we are, another coordinator. This has failure written all over it. Doug Peterson isn't even going to be a head coach next year. He's going to be an offensive coordinator. How about that? So what? So so he's going to he take... He, I think he doesn't want to jump. I think he wants to like work his way back up and get his confidence back, maybe. Yeah, okay. So I don't think see I think that's dumb because you know what? If he needs his confidence back, he wasn't fired. He wasn't fired for being a bad coach. He was fired because of some BS that went on with the with with taking out Jalen Hurt. That's that's why he was fired. And again, I don't think that was his call. I actually think that I saw that he could be the offensive coordinator for the Seahawks next season. And I think that would be a great like team to like for him to jump back in with. And then he'll get a job like right after that. He'll be with them for one year, probably get close to a Super Bowl because they need they need a revamp with the offense. Like Russell Wilson, you can't just waste these years with him. You need him to be the guy you you pay him to be and the guy you drafted him to be. And why couldn't this be the Jets then? Why couldn't this be the Jets? Why did why why do we have to? Because the Seahawks are in the playoffs more than likely every year, no matter what. The Jets, we're we're full on rebuild, which is fine. But everyone seems to think all these players, all these other coaches are saying that Robert Sala is almost like a Bill Parcells, a Bill Cower, all these like strong coaches that don't take no crap and He's like ready to go, and I'm I'm all for it. Like out of all the coordinators that they were talking to, he was the only one I was really okay with. If you heard the last podcast, it was either him or I wanted Doug Peterson. All right, if you want to sell me that Doug Peterson is, you know, a, a court a coach that can that needs time to adjust to being fired, you could sell it to me. You want to sell me that the Jets are rebuilding. You can sell it to me. Now, normally, I don't think too often that a team will take a chance on a Super Bowl winning uh, coach and take him for a rebuild. But let's look at the example of what Urban Meyer is doing with the Jacksonville Jaguars. They had he went to a team that is rebuilding, and he's an established coach at the college level, and he can do whatever he wants with that team. Doug Peterson can do whatever he wants with this team. Now, do you want to tell me that Robert Sala is a culture-changing coach? Fine. 100%. Okay, fine. So was Rex. Yeah. Rex was a culture-changing coach. This is different, though, I feel like. Rex was, like, crazy. This dude is just, like, legit, like, let's go. Like, running steps in SoFi Stadium in San Francisco. He's like ready to go. Maybe not maybe not. I wouldn't go as far as saying like military, but like very like 
structured, I feel like. Very prepared. Okay. Ready that to fine. go. Okay, fine. Now, how often does the mil- military coach work out in the NFL? If if you could get the players to, like, play for him. Because he's not, you know, there has to be moments where he's, like, not coach. Like, where he's, like, you know, cool with the players and stuff like that. And I feel like you you make those relationships and then that's when they respect your style. Almost like a Belichick. Belichick, I feel like, is very military-like. But, you know, he takes time to be like, okay, it's time, like, you know, let's be, we could BS a little, you know? He goes to, like, the Halloween parties dressed as, like, a crazy pirate and stuff like that. <laughs> you see him let loose sometimes. Yeah. So, like, you know, it's, it's, it's tough. But you see with these coaches, like, as long as they develop the relationship and the respect with the players, I feel like they will, they will play for them however, whatever the style they are. And okay. you, all you see is all these players saying, like, this guy's the man, like, Richard Sherman, like that guy. Okay, a, that's uh, a guy. That's a guy you don't hold like, it. Not hold easy it, to please. Hold it, hold He's it, not a guy easy it, to please. Hold it. Hold it. I will debunk that right now because one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history gave Adam Gase a a uh, great different. resume. He's the only person though. Okay, I don't care. Everyone's everyone's going nuts about Salah. Okay, fine, but. St- but still, you you can't compare. Like I don't want, I don't need recommendations from players because true, who knows? People are going to comment on it. I know, I know. But now I, I, no, I'm over that. I don't want to hear it no more. I'm over that that mentality that a a player is like, oh, he was great to play under. Yeah, all right. You get a lot of coaches that you're happy to of play course, under, of course. But but yeah. this is like an outpouring. And, okay. And this 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 guy had a lot a lot of like. Like a lot of fire to him, like you know, he's, he's really intense. I Listen, like that. you don't see coaches like that. I, I, I'll say this, okay? Oh, I'll say this. Well, you don't really have a choice. You're stuck with him for at least I know five that. years. I, it sounds like well, yeah, five year deal. Yeah, or so is Adam Gase a five year deal? Yeah, or you're gonna be you'll, you'll, you're, well. Let's put it this way: you're paying him for five years. <laughs> yeah, the Jets are paying a lot of coaches still for the next three to five years. That's true. But that is but true. here's okay. But I'll I will say this in credit to Robert Sala is that I feel a lot better today than I did after the Jets signed Adam Gase. That was the main point I've been hearing most of the week is that people are just like, they at least have a good feeling about this. Like it's different. It's refreshing. With Gase, it was just like, I feel like we just got the offensive version of Todd Bowles. Like it's what's like, it's just a, yeah, whatever. I don't really talk, you know, kind of guy like. With Salah, I feel like you're getting like a you're getting. I feel like you're getting a really good coach here. Like this guy's this guy's serious. I'm, you know, who knows? Like I might be wrong, but I think he he's the right right guy for the job. I mean, listen, I'm not, again, I'm not. I'm I not, feel like he's got he's like from New York or he's got New York connections or something like that. I'm I sure. mean, he has a a New York look to him. That's for yeah. sure. I'm pretty yeah. I'm pretty sure he's he's got some New York. And and my other question is, you know, I've been hearing a lot about people saying, well, who's going to um, make Sam, you know, improve Sam? And I don't I think the one way you make Sam better is that Sam gets talent around him. That's how you that's how you make Sam better. And if you if you're going to throw at me. Jamison Crowder type players, <laughs> and and nothing against Jamison Crowder. He was very good for the Jets, even though they had an awful season. But not a game changer, though. No, and they need that guy. And Robert Sala is walking into a very good position. He's walking into a position where they have money. He's walking into a position where they have two first round draft picks and two third third round draft picks and a second. Yep, and they have they have a lot of opportunity. To be, you know, uh, a legitimate force is free agency. Now, to talk about Joe Douglas, though, Joe Douglas hasn't had the greatest track record with free agents. Now, that's been his weakness so far, at least. I mean, he drafts well, and that's that's okay. That's a big deal because I don't know if the Jets have had a good guy, a good scout, and or GM that drafted. Well, in a God knows when the last time they had it. But, you know, we have to say that this is you got to take a chance. And I understand it. Do I think the chance was the correct chance with a guy like Robert Sala right now? Do I think he's the right coach for right now? Not 100 percent. I think um, an experienced coach like Peterson was the way to go. 
and not to take a chance on another uh, coordinator because you got to remember something. You got to no think. What about maybe Peterson didn't want to jump right into a big market like New York? No, I, I'm I'm just talking out of my ass no, right I now. I have no idea if Doug Peterson wanted a job, let alone the he Jets might, job. He might, he might not even want that kind of pressure again. He might just want like, oh, I could just be an offensive coordinator and maybe get to a Super Bowl with yeah. the Seahawks. Uh, yeah, you know, why I, not do listen, that? It's being a head coach of almost anything, any sport, is strenuous and it's taxing because you, you're taking a job to be fired one day, no matter what. It's not like it's very rare that a coach is leaving yeah, on his own a mission job or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like it, you know, probably the only guy that's avail- that's going to be the the coach to do that is probably Belichick. When Belichick said he's done, he's done. He's just going to retire, right? The like Kraft is not going to fire him. It's gonna he's gonna no. he's gonna call Belichick and say, "Hey, listen, I I got to make a move here at head coach. Just resign." And he's going to say, "Okay," and he's going to resign. Yeah, that's probably, it. Probably, probably. Hell, they probably have a freaking handshake contract agreement anyways those two and you got to think josh mcdaniel's not going to stick around forever he's probably going to be their head coach eventually i mean he he should be he should be i mean mean, yeah he's had job offers so you got to think well he's screwed over already you know denver right uh no he was the coach of indianapolis Indianapolis, because that's when they got frank reich but he was the coach of denver though once right yeah uh i believe the tebow year yes um yeah, so maybe. I don't remember. See, I, 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 you know, sometimes you get the brain moving a little bit. I could pop in with a couple of crazy, uh, <laughs> crazy number things. You know, it just takes yeah. a little time. You know, I gotta, I gotta have to have, uh, you know, a, a way of keeping my uh, head going. So you are one hundred percent for keeping Sam with this new Robert Sala era, and Lafleur pop more than likely coming in to be. I was He's one the brother of Matt LaFleur, the coach of the Green Bay Packers. Yep. This is Mike LaFleur, uh, I think, Ethan, right? I was 100% for keeping Sam Darnold as a quarterback if my dog and they, was and the coach of this team. And they're going to use Kyle Shanahan's offense fine. or something similar fine. to it, fine. which is fine. Fine. And they are looking to trade for probably Deshaun Watson, so fine. maybe look out for Sam might not being here anymore and Jimmy Garoppolo being your quarterback. I hate it. I don't I, want I'm it. not a fan of it. He's got a big contract. I, I don't want the contract. I don't want Jimmy Garoppolo. Very injury prone. I want I like Sam, Sam Darnold as Doug, Joe Douglas said today that it's not set in stone that Sam is our quarterback, but more than likely he, he is. Well, okay. and I feel like that's more of like I think they're not going to go fire out. They're not going to go out and trade. I think he basically just said we're not going out and drafting someone. We're not wasting a draft pick on quarterback. I think if we're getting a quarterback, we're trading for a superstar. Um, I would disagree with that a little bit. I think there's two things that are going into that conversation. With, Unless um, they have like a steal in the draft at like in the third round, well, they have those two picks. That's what I was going to bring up. That Mac Jones, yeah, uh, anybody, any any of these top quarterbacks, if they're dropping to them in the second round, you know, you're gonna. I think hang you're gonna on, run into on. that. Cooper Cup is inactive for the game today. COVID. Um, oh no, I think nay, he had nay, COVID. Nay. Yeah, he got hurt. I remember at the end wow, of the game that's, last week. That's, they're, that, that, all right. They're done. They're, they're done. Unless the D just like is like crazy today. Yeah. Which they're deep. They have the guys. That's the game to watch. That's the that's the first game. Yeah, it's going to be a good game. In like about an, like an hour and a half. Yeah, that's a good game. That's perfect. All right, back to the Jets. Sorry. I just no, I got the update okay. on my that's phone and I figured it was breaking that's, news at time. The goes. only thing with our podcast that we may have to change late next year is – you know, when we do our picks, because if we're going to do shows Wednesdays yeah, and Saturdays, yeah. we have to kind of like. Well, we, Saturday was like a maybe last yeah, week. So we true. weren't we weren't 100% sure we were going to be able to record yet. Right. So. Every every week's a maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're, um, we're trying. Yeah. But um, with the Jets, though, like you were staying, uh, saying, Joe Douglas. So he said maybe, but Sam, more than likely Sam. I feel like he doesn't want I have to. I don't think he wants to shake up the system. They okay. probably want to have like a meeting with this LaFleur, is, this is Salah, and fine. Sam. Let's see what we got before the draft. Like that's what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen 100%. for sure. Nobody is trading for Sam Darnold. And no one is going to trade for Sam Darnold for what the Jets would expect back. So I could see the Steelers giving him something nice for it. They'd be dumb to make the trade to keep him in conference. Yeah, well, he's a, he'd be a, he's going to probably be a free agent anyway, so they could probably just sign unless him. unless the Jets decide if he has a great year next year to resign him, oh, which yes. is fine. But there's two things in Joe Douglas saying that one, 
Joe Douglas wants to protect the opportunity to draft a quarterback. He doesn't want to give away his whole his hand saying, okay, um, we're not going to draft a QB. Now this is going to, so, you know, prepare for these guys to be available later in the draft. He needs to keep everybody on their toes of what, that the Jets don't know what they're going to be doing yet. And then he needs to spark a fire under Sam. Now, I think Sam is a competitive guy. I think he wants to win, and I think he's embarrassed by his play right now. But I think he's also saying to himself that I am not exactly having the best of talent around me. That's See, that's the bad thing about drafting quarterbacks that go to these really great big schools is that they have the best talent around them in the world, hands down. That's why I like Mac Jones. I don't know if Mac Jones can turn that into an NFL career. That's that's where I d- differ because Mac Jones had not just the Heisman Trophy winner around him, but he had a sick running back in Harris, and Alabama has just about the best offensive line every single year. So I'm not so high on taking a guy like that, let alone a quarterback at all in this draft. We need playmakers. We need offensive line, and we need depth in the defense. So let's— Don't be surprised if Richard Sherman is one of your corners next year. Fine. Don't just don't pay him. You know, nah. I think he would. I think he would come here and be a mentor and take take a little less. Uh, I don't know. I think NFL players, when they're getting up in their career, they're going to try and grab as much money as possible, a la Philip Rivers. No one's going to do anybody any favors, especially in the NFL. So, I don't want to spend this whole podcast on uh, the Jets because they're stressful as it is. So. Right now, I'm calling a halt on all jet talk unless they sign someone or the draft pops up. And well, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna start filling out their staff and everything. So yeah, I mean, Lafleur, uh, Lafleur will be there. Um, so that's the number one thing, and then uh, number one coach signing after you know getting uh, getting Salas. So I would have to think that. The defensive coordinator is either going to be Salas is going to run it with a uh, an probably, assistant. He'll, yeah, he'll get someone. Yeah, so you know, let's we'll see where that ends up. Uh, so let's move on to another topic. I think this is a good one. What was uh, number two on our list? Oh uh, well, uh, just uh, officially, Urban Myers, Jacksonville coach. Right. Falcons got Rhodes as their coach. So Big let, Ben is uh, officially finishing out his contract, and he's going to actually play another season. Okay. I, f- I figured that was going to happen yeah, with Big Ben. Forty million, you not know. F- right? Forty million dollars. Even if even if he plays bad and gets or benched, maybe maybe they'll draft a quarterback and have him tutor him for a year. You know, that, they might. I mean, I, say that, Mac Jones wouldn't be perfect for a Phil- Pittsburgh. He probably would, right? But, with but, the line and everything. But here's here's my thing. I think Big Ben is saying to himself, "One more shot, forty million dollars. I'm not yeah, turning not? that down. <laughs> and even if I if I get hurt." Or I don't play well. They had a pretty good season, and they also, you know, they had a pretty rough schedule with all like the COVID stuff. But they needed some depth. That's and the they problem. also had a lot of injuries later on. Yeah, a lot of injuries. They need some depth for sure on that team, and uh, I think that's what killed them, especially in the Brown game, yes. um, the stinker that uh, that game was. But uh, twenty-eight nothing in the first quarter. Yeah, I know, insane. And then to go back to Urban Meyer, you know that. Urban Meyer may have, Urban Meyer's, Meyer, Meyer, Meyer. Um, should, I mean, if there was an ever an opportunity to take an, take a shot. This is the, this is the one, <sighs> number one pick in the draft, the only, the only, the only solid thing, running back. The only thing that stinks for him is that, you know, this could be a project for three years. I don't think, I don't think he's walking think he's in there. he's going into that knowing that this isn't going to fix in a year, you know? He it, probably needs two years to get this thing, this ship right. Yeah. And maybe, and even like Jacksonville was in a lot of games this year. Like if you remember, like, they played hard. Yeah, they played hard. They were in a lot of those games. So who knows if they'll even? They might like you know who knows maybe they'll win like seven games or something like that. It'll be crazy. You know, surprise some people. I have to think those that close games. They could. Have, they almost had some of those close games. I think uh, the expectations though would be five hundred or better. Yeah. I mean, they, you have to think they're thinking eight and eight. Eight yeah. and eight is the number seven that and, to have. Seven and nine. I'm sure they know, would take area. seven and nine with a healthy Trevor Lawrence. If they are keeping the wild card, like 
the way it is with the extra team, then it gives them gives them an extra, another chance to get in. Also, let me ask you a question. Let's go. What What would you do if, for some wild, wild, wild reason, Urban Meyer doesn't take Trevor Lawrence? He already said he is, but you know the Jets take him then, one hundred percent. Sam, you're out. Trevor Lawrence. Could you imagine? They said he Could might. You they said you know because of the Ohio State connection. Yeah, that would be the only reason why he may not take him. But he's already said like that was the main reason why he came here is because Trevor Lawrence. You know, right? Uh, he's like I've been. He also said he's been studying the game like very hard for the last six months, like this whole season, like NFL actually. Yeah. He said he has been studying it like like vigorously, and he's that's what that's what basically made him decide like, all right, I think I could, I think I could coach in this, I think I can handle like the pressure, and I think I could do all this, and you know, come up with a good system to you know, right, be successful, I guess. So okay, I they're gonna they're gonna build a team. They have the most money. They have some draft picks. You know, they're they're ready to go. Okay, I wow, this dude just got clobbered on the UFC. And uh, who's the main event for that tonight? Uh, Max Holloway. Oh, Holloway versus Qatar. Oh, did they make any announcement about Khabib yet? No, I think they said three o'clock they were going to say something. Maybe it's on Twitter. Let me do a quick scroll and check. Well, in the meantime, I think I think uh, we're next up. We're going to talk about a little baseball. uh, The Yankees signing DJ. Oh, DJ. Yep. And getting Corey Kluber, right? Kluber. Yes. Kluber. Guys, guys, just so you know, you're listening to this. I am awful at remembering names and or pronouncing them <laughs> That's the right why I'm way. The stat. I'm trying yeah. to do all the stats. So you know, you could you could harass me for it. It's fine. I totally understand. And uh, you know, I'll try and make it a little bit better to uh, be a uh, better pronouncer of teams and players' names for you guys. But uh, yeah, that's Clubber's a two-time Cy Young Award winner. So he's older though. He's 34. And he's in a hitter's ballpark. Yeah, he'll pitch better on the road, but I think he will. He'll he'll do well. I think he's. I think he's. Yankees are a good team. They hit a lot, so his ERA will probably be high. But he might get some wins because of that team hits so much. Well, they're gonna hit. That's so he could probably give up four or five runs and still win. They'll win eight five or something. You know, there was a crazy stat. I don't know if it was last year or the year before, but you know, because we do FanDuel and and uh, DraftKings and stuff that. The over for Yankee games hit in every home game that they played. And if you bet $100 on each game, you would have ended the year with like $10,500 or something like that. Wow. Because it hit each time. So if you would have kept, you know, betting that save $100. So if you bet $100, you know, I put a dollar in, I got a car. I put a dollar in, I got a car. I put a dollar in, I got a car. You know, it was it was that situation. It was some. I can look it up. I'll I'll try and find it for the next podcast if I remember. But I believe that's how that went, and that is crazy because that's a lot of runs. Because an over under yeah. in a Yankee game's got to be an eight and a half, nine each game, regardless of who pitchings, who's pitching. So for a team like that, you know, they're looking at a solid lineup. Still, they gave DJ a sweetheart deal that works out for the Yankees and DJ. At six years, ninety million dollars. Six years, ninety million. Perfect. How could you can't go wrong? Can't go wrong. That's perfect for the Yankees. That's perfect for for DJ. DJ gets the years of what he was fighting the Yankees on. The Yankees only got to pay ninety million dollars, fifteen million dollars a year, if my math is right. And you carry the one. That sounds like you know you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. And that's your second baseman for the next six years. Even if they ended up trading him later, who cares? It's a small contract. They'll be able to get anything they want for him, and, and by, they'll be able to unload then, it. And by then, with all like the you know, the more money they get with like these rights and stuff with TV and stuff like that, fifteen million will be nothing probably. Nothing. They'll they'll unload it easy, even if they decide to. Right. So, yeah, that's the Yankees made moves. You knew you knew they weren't going to be quiet the whole year. That's just not the Yankee way. You know they're going to resign their guys. They're I'm going actually to. pretty surprised they didn't try and get. Tanaka back with that money for Clubber. Um, don't don't sleep on Tanaka not being back. Mm. It, you know the Yankees, man. They right. wait, they I wait until until a player is getting to, upset. I could see him going to like the Angels or something like that. Also, Maybe, though. but you somewhere warm. These guys get upset and they're like, "How come they're you know? How come Cash ain't giving me money yet? You know?" And then all of a sudden he goes, oh, "Okay, let's uh, let's talk." 
and then he probably told he told DJ LeMahieu to go out and find a better find a better deal than you know six years, fifteen million, and he probably got something with less years and a little more money, and he was just like, eh, I think I'd rather have the years, you know, fifteen, well, yeah. 15 million years set, you know. At, at least in years. his eyes, you're definitely set, and you know yeah, he's looking at it so like, oh, I could stay in baseball, and if I'm actually play well, who knows? Maybe I'll get another contract. If I'm, you know, he's playing at Yankee Stadium, that's a hitter's park. He, look at Brett he, Gardner. That's, Brett Gardner's been playing there for years, you and know. He, yeah, and and for defense, was batting freaking three fifty or some crazy number like that, and so, you're not gonna you're not gonna lose a guy like that. It's just not you're just not you're not giving up a guy like that. And even if he wanted a crazy number, if he was like, "Oh, I want 150 million dollars," nobody's signing him. He knows he's not getting that. But he gets not 90, after a co- not after with the COVID season, right? And, and, and he's money. getting and he's getting 90 million dollars to play second base at Yankee Stadium at Hitters Park. Come on, it's a it's a it's a no brainer for him. It, he was he was going around to other teams just to get rattle the feathers and see if he could get extra 10 million. Yeah, they said the that Yankees. Boston talked to him a little bit. Everybody the, talked. The Mets, to, he Mets talked to everyone, and the Mets only talked to him because. Uh, he, they had the same agent as the Japanese pitcher that was maybe going to come out, but he ended up staying. Right. Um, they have the same agent, so that's the only reason why Cohen talked to him, and they brought him up real quick, and they were like, eh, maybe we'll try and work something out. And then right. Nothing ever came of it. So another thing, since we don't have Tommy with us today, we could actually talk some basketball and not have the eye rolling in the oh, <laughs> basketball. Oh, I don't want to we'll talk We'll get chewed about out it. when he listens to Yeah, it, he'll chew us right. out, but it's, it's all right. right. I've been chewed out before, and he's he's not even in the top ten. <laughs> you might be. You might be. So we, we did mention it the other day, and it was still fairly new about James Harden coming to the Nets, and the Nets didn't have to trade Kyrie. They yeah, it was like in, within an hour that we yep. <laughs> did the podcast that yep. he got traded. It was crazy. So they ended up losing Levert. Yeah, Karis Levert. Um, Jared Allen. Jared Allen. And Picks. picks. That they they lost to... a couple other bench guys who were actually, well, you know, from what I've heard, they're pretty good. Well, here's the here's the surprising part. So they're they're making that they made that trade. So they lost, I believe, three first rounders, and then for the next four years after swap. that, they swap. Or if if it's worse, they could swap, or you know. If the, it, so yeah, okay. So they're either protected or they're not. So that I think that gets settled out later on. Maybe I'm not sure. So I was talking to I was actually talking to Dad about this. Um, do you think net fans sign up for one championship in this whole ordeal, even though they sacrificed the future? For the next, let's say, seven years, I think it'll be more fifty-fifty with the fans. I think the fans, half of them, will tell you, "Sign me up, championship. I don't care. Once every ten years, I don't, you know, give up our future. I don't care. Maybe we'll put something together, you know, in free agency, whatever." But the other half were probably like. What are you insane? Like well, I'd rather be I'd be rather be, you know. Okay. So I, we better get a couple championships out of this like three okay. or four. So let me throw this by you real quick. What if this was the New York Knicks and the New York Knicks had this team? And it the New York Knicks that well, they were going to have the, for, the Well, the forget it. It did, the rumors are rumors. This it didn't happen. It happened for the Nets. So let's say this was the Knicks and the Knicks fans saw this. I would bet you any amount of money you want, Nick fan would sign up for this any day of the week for Just one championship, one 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 time. Yeah, it's been. I mean, the Nets the Nets have never won a championship since they were in like the ABA, so they no, never but technically the Net, had but, one. But but the Nets also went to a championship two years yeah. ago, recent at least, kind of recently, fifteen years ago. Still, that's a while ago. Yeah, the Knicks haven't been to a championship since what ninety nine. Yeah, when no. that year against the Spurs, right? Spreewell, and, and then they haven't won a championship since the seventies, nineteen seventy two. I believe something like that. So. All these net fans that are freaking out. I think the Knicks would 100% sign up for one championship to sell the boat. Well, I, I, I mean, they're like, hey, it can't get any worse. You know, ten last 10 years, we haven't 10 years, 20 well, we years. Can, we can go talk to Chris Armstead about this as a Toronto Raptor fan. Because I guarantee you, he would tell you, I'll sign up for that anytime you want. He did sign up for it. And I know. Got it. <laughs> and they got it. Kawhi basically said, hey, man, I'm signing here. Sign, I'm going to come here for a year. I'm not staying. I'll probably win you a championship. You're getting one championship. Right. You're getting oh, one Dana championship. White's t- talking right now about Khabib. He's announcing it. All right. Just keep an eye on I that. I will. Um, so that's the thing that 
where you look at the Raptors, who made a big move, brought in Kawhi Leonard, and what happened? They got themselves a championship, and that's exactly what they wanted. And you know what? Every Raptor fan is kissing Kawhi Leonard. They had a pretty ass. good year last year. They're going to have a good year this year. They're a good they start, team. They started. They started really cold, though. Right, but they have a better team, though. Their, three their and team eight or, is three still, and eight. Right. Their their team is still with Lowry's contract and the contracts that they've given out since they didn't sign Kawhi. Even if they're bad for the next ten years. People in Toronto are going to go, yo, you remember when the Toronto Raptors? Yeah, it, it was all do you remember, worth it. Right. Do you remember the shot? That's what they'll say. You remember the shot Kawhi hit? Oh, incredible. Incredible. One, rolling around the rim. Right. I, I remember watching it. It was crazy. Ridiculous. And that and that's the thing. So the net fans are sitting here. We gave away too much. We gave away this. We gave away that. Yeah, you gave away a lot of stuff. But, but guess what? They but, have three of the best players on the planet. Right. And I, listen, I understand James Harden is not the most liked player in the NBA, which is fine. But you can't take away that the guy can score. The guy can play basketball. And you know what? He's not. He's no dummy. He's not going there thinking, hey, this is James, Har- James Harden's team. This is Kevin Durant's team. Don't get that twisted. And don't get it twisted. And Kyrie Irving could also take his head out of his ass also on this because this is Kevin Durant's team now because they went and they traded away Levert. They traded away Jared Allen. They, they traded away guys that were a part of this thing for the last few years. And I'm sure they're pissed about that because they spent a good portion losing with the Nets. To become what? A team that they thought they were building. And then they added Kawhi. They added Durant. And now what? They got traded away for James Harden, who is a top 5, 10 player in the NBA. But, hey, that's what happens in the NBA. It's a business. And, you know, they... I just don't like how the players are like kind of like forcing their way out. Like that, You didn't see that crap back in the day, you know? Well, you didn't see it ever. Guys played their whole careers with teams until they were older, older, and they were like, right. all right, let's just make some money now. Yeah, well, I'm, I don't like like Anthony Davis and all these guys. They're just like, oh, I, I hate New Orleans, so uh, yeah, get me out of here. Well, uh, okay. I if can you understand don't like it, that. wait till you're a free agent and then sign Yeah, somewhere but the else. problem is is that a team so like— Then you, you turn these teams upside down. They're giving out picks and money and all these players. and Yeah, but— uh, yeah, but here's the issue. New Orleans never once has spent or paid a, a player. Fair. Chris Paul, gone. Fair. Okay? So w- what's the sense of staying We're there? They're to not going to build. Zion, with Zion now. Zion will not be on that team his whole career. Guarantee I will bet you any what's amount the rookie? How many years is the rookie contract? What is it, like, like three, three or four years think, or something? Three. I think it's three. So, but that's but that's the point I'm trying to make, Ethan, is that uh, they would have teams, to sign. They would have to sign someone major to keep him there. The small market teams don't sign their players. That's all there is to it because they're gonna want they're gonna want money. To be honest with you, I'm surprised the Milwaukee Bucks uh, paid Giannis. I'm I'm surprised, and they're not a small market team. Well, they figure if it's either we go all in on this guy or we're rebuilding this entire organization. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you, he's a once in a you know once in a organizations ever. once you know. once ever like he's a superstar superstar freak. Who's who is playing much better basketball now? Because he I is mean, a one. He won two MVP the last two years, right? And he's also one player that um, I don't think he knows how to play basketball. And I, I know that sounds kind of weird, but I don't think he knows how to play the game. He knows. He knows the we concept. Talked about this already. He needs a. He needs. Yeah. He has a point guard. He needs. He needs a superstar point guard for him and Middleton. Who is it? Who's that guy? There aren't too many superstar point guards in the league that are just going to leave their team. Steph Curry isn't. Kyrie Irving isn't. And he's not the right guy. Who? Who's that guy? It's true. They don't. You want to know who would be perfect? Don't say Chris Paul. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say Chris <laughs> okay. Paul. Uh, Damian Lillard. Yeah, but Damian Lillard's a top ten player in the NBA. He's keep, yeah. They can't, well, they can't that, swing. That. I mean, it seems like you got to put together three man teams these days, though. I gave Middleton, G, and and uh, Damian Lillard. That's a nice three right there. I hate that every team is a three now. 
I mean, I know that I, they. I'd need rather it. it like be just be thirty-two teams of like one major superstar, or was it thirty teams? No, yeah. they're looking to go thirty-two. Thirty is thirty teams of like one huge superstar and like him building the team around that guy, which the way it used to be. Yeah, okay. I miss that. I I miss it too, but. Y- uh, but also, now, instead of it being like eight teams that, um, like, uh, it's only these like you know seven or eight teams that could win the championship. Well, I also don't think the players are built the same way that they were back oh, yeah, then. They're, they're built like freaks now, right? And the, the opportunity to take to carry a team, and also all the you know with their like nutrition and all the more stuff they know about that, mm-hmm. and, like you know working out and. You know, they just know so much more. And I feel like I also feel like they used to just party harder back in the day. And a lot of these guys don't really party as hard. Also, they're just like not as it's like, true. I feel like back in the day they were they were out all night and then yeah, coming to fine. games. I mean, I'm sure there's players that do that, but, you know, LeBron James isn't doing that. You know, Michael Jordan, he there might be times where he nah, he's done Michael that. Jordan was out. <laughs> he was out. He was, well, it, until he couldn't be. Anymore, exactly. You know, because it's just. You're, to be Michael Jordan and out is probably a hassle, to say the Headache. least. Headache. Yeah. How many but, words can we come up with? Right. I'll tell you the team, though, in the NBA that's kind of surprising is who you mentioned their main player is the Portland Trailblazers. You know, that team can stick around for sure. They, they, they put up good, points. In the bubble, too, last year. They yep. They did. Played very well. And uh, I know you got the paper in front of you. Where are the Phoenix Suns standing right now? Because that was a team that was playing really well in the playoffs also. They are 7-4 and four currently. Yeah, see. But they're also in the same division as the Clippers and the Lakers. So right. And they, they'd and, be in first place in any other division. Right. And they and they played really well in the bubble. Didn't make the playoffs. Um, and They won out, I think. They did. And they didn't make it. They were one game short, and then they brought I in. I love uh, Devin Booker. I, I think do he's too. ridiculous. Yeah, and and then they brought in Chris Paul, which was a w- little bit of a weird sighting. I felt he he's a guy that can create structure with yeah. with and teach these younger guys. He did it in OKC last year, but he's a loser. And that's fine. He'll you know what? In it's one of his fine. last years, he's going to get with a team and he's going to get a ring. Loser or or watch he'll he'll go to the Lakers in like one of LeBron and give AD. me give me another guy. Give me another guy. I'll I'll tell for, you right off the bat. Who? Just winners, you know, that don't have championships. Oh, I got. Uh, I got one. Carmelo Anthony, loser. Give me another one. James Harden, loser. Well, he might not be a loser no, anymore. No, but he's a loser though because he had to go to Kevin Durant's team. He's a loser. I don't care what you tell me. I got another one for you. And and uh, you know who's another guy? I I'm, almost. I'm probably who probably who I'm about to say Russell Westbrook. Loser. Love him. I love, I West, love Russell Westbrook. Him. Plays hard. Loser. Yeah, he's not going to get any. I don't, at Washington, he's not going to do anything. Because I don't think people like playing with him. But loser. well, I feel like I feel like he's kind of like a. I'm not going to say like Michael Jordan, but like hold you accountable. Like, hey, you better like you better hold up your yeah. end. And no. I just don't think players like that these days. No, because everybody's paid a lot of money, and it's a different type of game. And and I'm going to tell you, Giannis, right now, to me, is a loser. He's still way too young to make I agree. that call. I agree, but you're a two-time MVP. You better take your team to the championship at least. I, or thought, else, I thought last year was going to be the year. Or else you're a loser. Sorry. I hate to say it. There aren't too many guys that are that are cold-blooded assassins in the NBA right now. The, the, Car, uh, um, LeBron, Anthony Davis, Luca, Luca. Though you know, I, I was watching a game last night. Luca is souring on me a lot because he he's a crybaby man. He thinks he should get he's every. Like, he's call. like twenty-one years old. I understand. It's like Ethan. a baby in I get it, years. But he, uh, that doesn't mean you could be crying. It, he thinks he gets touched Fair. on the arm, like on the upper arm. He's that's, screaming. That's everyone, though. No, he's screaming like a maniac. Like well, a you maniac. also don't see all the times where he's getting smashed and they don't and they're not calling it. And like, no, if he goes to off the, ba- the off when he's not doesn't have the ball. Not true. If he's going to the basket, he will he will get his call. But if he's if he's just dribbling around, which he's doing a lot of lately, and I don't like it, it he's not going to get that. He he's not going to get that call. He's just not that player yet. He's very good. And to to keep talking about the Dallas Mavericks because they don't have the greatest record either right now, and they just got Przingis back about two days ago. So there's a contract that they gave out to a guy, and you're going to see if that's going to turn out to be anything special. 
because they're building around those two guys. But Porzingis doesn't stay healthy. Never. But, but that's okay. The Knicks traded away who I think was another loser. That's all there is to it. And I'm happy the Knicks traded him. See He's ya. another guy. He's young. I don't care. They he The Knicks, tra- I, I, I will say this. <laughs> I, I, the Knicks have a very good understanding of what they need to do with this team right now. Even though I do feel like they should have signed Gordon Hayward. But aside from that, they have a good understanding on how to build this team. They have expiring contracts, even though I think they should keep Julius Randle, but they're not going to. And they have cap space to add a big-time player. And the Knicks are in the right spot. I know this is going to be a tough year to continue watching for a lot of reasons. One, it's, you know, you have uh, um, COVID still going on. But you also have a team that they are doing the right thing finally. In the 70 freaking years that the Knicks have been available, they're finally doing the right thing. They're not spending on free agents that are kind of good they're waiting for the opportunity to get free agents that are legitimate players and i can appreciate that finally or making trades for overpriced veterans it depends the king they are the kings of that well yeah of course but i that depends on if they're going to make that trade and they're getting expiring contract i'm fine with it but if they're going and getting a contract that is another three years and the guy's going to be 36 years old, a la Tracy McGrady, how you doing, John Bory? But that is one of the <laughs> situations that you can't do anymore. The, the Knicks sell out every game. They can have a team of JV players from Brick Memorial and they'll still sell out because it's the Garden. But they also will sign guys to... Give it a little more extra boost. That's not needed. It's just not. I'm sorry. And they don't do it anymore, which is great. I'm very happy with how the Knicks are handling this right now. But they're at a point where they have to make a decision next season because they have to start spending money. And that's all there is to it. I think them saving the money currently is going to you know, lead to that. They have a lot of guys, you know, a lot of young players that are ready to go. You know, you know, they're not gonna win. They're not gonna win a lot with these young players, but they go out and they play every night. That's all you could ask for. I told you they're gonna be the eighth seed. No, I uh, okay, no, not a chance. Okay, you heard it here first. Not a chance. They will be the eighth seed. You and you're gonna go. Oh, you're okay. You got one right. Fine, I got one right. Well, they they peaked. Stop. They peaked already. They're- it's 10 games. It's <laughs> yeah, they, 10 games they, this year. What do you they, mean they the, peaked? The best has already happened. No, get out of here. They're going to... Listen, if they don't trade Randall... And they're they going to trade the, Randall. Why, would, why wouldn't they trade Randall? Because if they're in a... If they're in the... Man, if they get the opportunity to be in the house. Okay. I could see him... Or you want to know who's going to get traded? Probably this within the week. Uh, Andre Drummond from Cleveland. He's oh, going to get He's going to get traded. to us? No, not to us. Oh. I think he's going to get traded <laughs> in general to a contender. Um, if it's, you know, who knows? Maybe it'll be, it could be uh, Dallas. How come I could see the Lakers making that move? Eh, nah. Just giving up nothing and just taking Andre so Drummond. Khabib is open to a comeback. He said he has to be wowed with the McGregor fight next week to come back and fight one of them. Hmm. So he and they didn't and he didn't relinquish the title. So I guess after next week, maybe they'll. Well, hold on a second, real quick. So let me let me uh, put a little wrench in that. So he's saying he will come back. He's saying he will he's, fight if he's like wow. Okay, week. well that so what that they, means, it said motivate him to come back. Let okay, me, let, that, give me a good. Okay. show me that you two could have a war and that you could have a war with me. Basically. Okay, so basically that leads off. That gives me one thing. McGregor's got to win this fight because that's the only way the money's going to be made. Correct. Um, I don't think it's the money. I think Khabib is very comfortable already. If he's but. saying he needs to be wowed, he's think, looking to have another think, fight where he's done it. I think he this. wants to be like. Let me, let me see if like McGregor, if McGregor like if, I think he wants to fight McGregor again, but like. It's got to be, he's got to be like dominant. He's got to come in and he's got to like win within the first round and be like, I'm, I'm coming for you next, Khabib, kind of thing. 
It's either that or... So that will be two straight fights that you Connor win wins in the first round. I yeah, mean, a year you can't apart. ask for more for that, but... Or I, or maybe he wants a war. He wants to see them who want... Like, I, like, like the winner of this is going to face Khabib. Like, we're going to beat the crap out of each other. Let's, you know, let, let's see these guys go to war. Who, do you really want to fight me, basically, Khabib's saying? Like, kind of thing? I don't know. I, listen, Khabib, to me, is the best fighter in the UFC yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah, I don't think um, anyone could even really beat him. But... I don't know if I want to see that McGregor fight again because how he got mauled. Also, I don't. He he did not have a correct head on his shoulders at that time. I think he's in two way different places from when he fought Khabib now, or like now until the last time he fought him. Well, if he if he fights him, but like the way he trains and everything, you see the pictures of him on Facebook. He's like shredded. He's ready to go. Well, he's getting ready to fight. I mean, it, yeah, but uh, even even like even like you know. He never was like really like like shredded like that. Like he was always like like lean and I don't know. I just think that if it's if McGregor is really serious about continuing the fighting because you know he's Mister On Again Off Again, and this is a segment we're gonna save for our boy Adam Cruz to be on. But um, if he's gonna be on again, off again, saying I'm retiring, I'm not retiring, yada yada yada. You know, yeah, I don't like he, that. He McGregor has, and Khabib now. So if Khabib comes back, he's already guilty Khabib, of it. Khabib, though, I, I give Khabib a break because his father died, and his father was his manager, trainer, I get everything. It. I get it. And I think this last fight took a lot out of him because of that factor. But if you're gonna tell it's me, like Rocky fighting without Mick, bingo. And <laughs> if you're gonna tell me that. You know, Khabib wasn't thinking straight when he said it, and yada yada yada. Fine, but Conor McGregor retires every other after every other fight. Yeah, and it's I, just I already, annoying. I already heard that after this fight, if he doesn't get Khabib in the next one, he's gonna fight Pacquiao in a boxing match before his next UFC fight, which will probably be for like May. I mean, how many more fights does he actually have? Who Pacquiao? No, uh, well, Pacquiao only McGregor. Like, what's he like? Thirty-two? Yeah, but the UFC is. I mean, I think I mean true though. I think if 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 Dana White can, you know, get his hand in the pot a little bit, he'll be like, yeah, sure, go fight. I mean, he definitely U- did with the Mayweather fight. You know, he did. Yeah, the UFC made money. So but, you know, if if you know Pacquiao versus you know Pacquiao's kind of more towards the end of his career, so maybe Mayweather, not Mayweather, uh, McGregor might have a better shot at like you know giving him a better shot. You know, he'll probably won't. He's not gonna win. Pacquiao will probably beat him, but Pacquiao it'll will be better be. than the Mayweather fight. I'm, I'll bet you that. I don't think so. A, a a trained fighter against a UFC fighter, a trained that boxer. Is a, that is, the, you know, but he he has been training harder in boxing. Fine in in, in his last fine in this last you Great. know camp. Good. He's not beating Manny Pacquiao in a fight. I'd say he'd beat him. I'd oh. say he'd give him a more. I'd say it'd be a more intriguing fight than the Mayweather fight. Let's How about put it this? that way. How about this? It's At it's any- hard to it's hard to ever bet against Mayweather when he's never lost. With Pacquiao, he's lost a couple times, so it's like, eh, whatever, you know. Maybe, maybe you'll get a you'll get a nice shot on him or something. It'll be a little more interesting to fight. Wow, this dude just got oh my lord, this dude just got kicked in the head so hard. Great radio. Just let's uh, let's talk about. A I fight have the UFC fight on live, on- <laughs> but this guy just got cracked in the head. You'll be able to timestamp this right. podcast once this uh, <laughs> podcast. Yeah, the forty-eight point yeah. five second meter uh, minute. Somebody got uh, picked yeah, so, up, yeah, so but all right. Uh, all right. So any you got any other uh, interesting ones? We do have the playoffs tonight. So playoffs. We I think uh, we already gonna... made our picks. Yeah, I like I like the Packers to win, but the Rams to cover over. I like you know. You took the over in that game. I like the over in that game. Ugh. This is the Rams game you're talking about. Yep. I don't. Where let me where is it written down? I have the. That's uh, that's a lot of defense. Forty five and a half though. I, think, uh, I, think I don't know. I mean, I think I think the Packers could, might if, if the D I doesn't hate, show up, the Packers might put up twenty eight points themselves. That Rams D is showing up, Ethan. Unless they're twenty eight seventeen, that's all you really need. If they're hurt, then they're not showing up. But if they aren't hurt, <laughs> they're showing up. Sorry, I, that that the Bills game is is the most is so intriguing. I, is that I, tonight? Yeah, it's yeah, tonight. I can't it's wait. That's eight fifteen tonight. Great game. So excited um, for that. All four games are really like you, you really. I mean, you, you obviously think that the Browns aren't going to win against the defending champs, but man, that that game's that game's going to be fun to watch. I think the I think the Browns might give you a little shock, and they're going to be in that game. They're definitely going to be in that game. I think. okay. How about this? I'm predicting the Browns win that game. That's I mean, my that's my prediction. It's not crazy. I know it's not. 
Casey has not been like yes, they are fifteen and one. I know that, but they're not. They haven't like the Browns aren't. They weren't get really winning in dominant fashion this year. Like they they in like last year, like they weren't dominant. Like they were like they were in. Like they, they were close in a lot of games. They almost lost a couple more games. The Browns. The Browns are not going to get clapped. That's for sure. Like, I hope not. Like, I mean, it's like fun, it's fun to see teams like them and the Bills in there. It's it's fun. Like, imagine the Bills versus the Browns in the AFC Championship. It would be epic. Yeah, the but fan I, bases like you you wouldn't even know who to root for. Both teams have had such sadness over the last you know thirty years. Yeah, but my selfishness wants I, the I, Chiefs I would, and the Bills. Yeah, that'll be fun. It'll be a lot of fun. Ravens still. Ravens just got hot. That running game is insane. He's the uh, Jackson barely even has to throw the ball. Well, he's running like a maniac right he, now. He between him and all the runners they have on that team. Yep. It is. It is wild. They they watch out for them. All right. It's getting close to four, and I want to get home to watch this. Okay, that's fun. <laughs> um. All right. So that's it for this week. Uh. Hopefully the Rangers look a little better tonight. They lost four nothing to the Stunning. Islanders in their opener. Hopefully four they, nothing. They opener play the Islanders again at tonight home. at seven. So four nothing opener at home. Shishkin did not have look well. I got to tell not you, starting tonight. I'm not going to talk too deep into this because I want to start getting going. But fine. I will say this: Dan Quinn is not the correct coach for that team. A lot of people have been saying that the last. He's few not days. the right coach. They need. They He's need, a college coach. He won, I wish, he won a championship. I wish they had torts. For this team. Oh, stop it. He's in Columbus. That's fine. And you know what he does with young talent? Both he, of our former coaches. Uh, AV, AV's in Philly. I know. They need a coach like that. He, Quinn is just a... Uh, hi. It's I'm, only I'm one coach game. Quinn. It's I know. one game. Lafreniere's already moved up a line, so let's see what he's got. Kako moved back. So, yeah, they're, let's see what happens. I mean, they're young. You're right. I think Lafreniere is going to be better than Kako this year you know he's gonna he's he'll gonna have, have a better, better year fir- he'll have a better first year than kako did it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting i i i'm very excited for hockey this year i haven't been ho- excited for hockey in a long time and i'm really into it this year you know diehard ranger fan and i'm really excited for you know let's let's hopefully they have a good year this year all right it's been a while so okay y'all it. um that's it for us and uh, thanks for listening, as always. Hopefully we'll be back later this week with another episode and hopefully and some we'll, more good Jets news. <laughs> yeah, no, no more. And then uh, we'll get the crew in here and uh, we'll do some other content stuff, have some fun. And uh, that's pretty much it. So, uh, E, you got anything? No, that's it. Uh, just like, follow, subscribe, comment, all on our social media, DTB Pod on Twitter. You'll find us and Dropping the Ball podcast on all podcasts you know apple spotify anchor just look up dropping the ball podcast and you'll see like a little guy catching a ball like we're trying to get it we're gonna get a nice sign soon that but so far that that's what we got right now so if you see a guy catching the ball like a baseball you know and dropping the ball next to it that's us give us a follow give us a like subscribe any of that stuff anything helps anything works listen have fun we're just a couple guys trying to listen you know or give you something to listen to my apologies all right catch you guys later uh hit us up if you want to be on the show also you always yeah, take everybody yeah, we'll on talk, we'll talk to anyone yeah talk to anybody you want to talk you want to talk let's talk all right catch you later thanks for listening peace